Natalie Ray, and you're listening to the Fresh Ideas for Creative Marketing podcast, where we help you create a business you love and get the clients you deserve from anywhere in the world. Today is the third episode in a series specifically designed for female entrepreneurs. If you missed our first two episodes, you might want to go back and listen to them. In our series opener, we spoke with financial expert Carrie Friedberg of SF Money Coach about the ins and outs of starting your own business from a financial perspective and finding the success you dream of and really deserve. In our second episode, we spoke to Nora Pogi, director of the documentary, She Started It, about having the confidence to start and run your own business. Both of these can be found at our website, studio41creative.com forward slash blog. If this is your first time listening to our Fresh Ideas of Cre- for Creative Marketing podcast, I just want you to know that whatever your dream career is, I'm here to help you get there. In this series, we will be hearing from successful lady bosses who have taken their fate into their own hands, made a name for themselves, and now want to help you find the same success. We will be talking about a variety of topics, including living your personal brand, establishing a successful and achievable marketing plan, how to be confident with your newly discovered boss mentality, and we'll even be hearing from a special special marketer to the stars, and that's next week, so you'll be sure... Uh, you definitely want to listen to that. Um, so now today's topic is branding. Branding has almost become a buzzword nowadays because we are seeing it everywhere. We know branding is important, probably the most important aspect of our marketing, but it can also be the most daunting. How many of us had started a business, uh, branded, rebranded, and then rebranded again, and we're still not happy with the way that we're portraying ourselves and our company? Branding is what shows our clients who we are, what we offer, and the quality of work that they can expect from us. So why is it so hard to nail down our branding strategy? Well, today we are speaking with Jessica Ringor, who will be sharing with us what it means to have a signature style and how we can create a consistent brand across all aspects of our business. Jessica founded the wedding cinematography company Love Spun Films, and her signature style is so well known in her industry that Love Spun has actually become an adjective for wedding professionals around the world. In fact, her branding style has even catapulted her into industry fame, speaking at conferences around the world. Her unique and beautiful films have been featured in LUK Magazine, Style Me Pretty, Martha Stewart Weddings, Today's Bride Magazine, and many more. If you found this podcast on our blog, you'll see a few of our favorite Love Spun films under this audio, and you'll clearly see Jessica's signature style shining through. If you're listening on SoundCloud or iTunes, you can go to studio41creative forward slash blog and check it out there. So Jessica, thank you so much for joining me on our Fresh Ideas for Creative Marketing podcast. I'm, I'm so excited to have you here. Hi, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me. As I mentioned before, you are known for your signature style. Why is having a signature style so important in business today? Well, often when people think of a signature style, they may automatically assume that I'm talking about the signature look of my product, which would be for me my the films that we produce. But in actuality, um, while the look of our work is a key factor in having a signature style, it's really on, only one aspect of creating a truly successful business. Um, for your listeners, I think it's important to point out that having a signature style can be implemented in any type of business and product. And having a signature style to your whole company is really synonymous with having an effective brand and carrying that brand out in five key areas of your business and really carrying that through. 
I've learned that branding is so important in uh, to the overall success of companies because it really allows the customer to differentiate between the choices that are out there available to them. And through an effective brand strategy and being known for a signature style, we are able to tell our customers, this is what we offer, this is what we stand for, and this is how you will feel if you buy our product. And branding is really what gives your company a personality. Great. So is there a magic formula that we could use to create our perfect brand strategy? Well, I'm not sure about a magic formula, but I will share with you how I personally uh, came up with my own signature style and how someone can develop that and the five key areas that I mentioned of your own business where you can infuse a signature style so that the clients you want to work with and the type of work you want to produce can really become a reality. Great. So how can a business owner define what their branding should look like? Well, before I get into the aspects of the business where you can unify your brand or signature style, you first need to figure out what your style is. Who is your ideal client? And to effectively target a certain type of client, we actually need to figure out exactly who they are and then try to appeal to their specific tastes. And to illustrate, you know, if you go fishing and you cast a really wide net, you don't know what you're going to get. You could you could pull up a net and there could be a shoe in there. You, there could be a bunch of different kinds of fish. You, you just don't really know. But a skilled fisherman knows, okay, if they're going for a certain type of fish, then they're going to use a very specific bait in order to attract that fish. And it's a very similar um, approach when you're trying to market the type of client that you want to work with. So as you develop your own signature style, something you need to consider is how people will perceive your company and how do people perceive um, the branding? Does it evoke types of feelings that you're hoping for? You know, if your clients go to your website without ever seeing your product, will they actually stick around to find out more about your products and services? And so one of the things I think it's a big piece of advice is that we actually really need to be critical of ourselves and to think about how I, our ideal client might feel about the colors we're using, the fonts we're using. Are we too trendy, not trendy enough? Um, do the images we display on our websites, for example, speak to the type of client that we're trying to attain? And one thing that goes a long way in developing a signature style for your company is identifying what you have to offer that makes you stand apart from your competition. You know, we all have strengths and weaknesses, and so it's important to examine what it is that makes you special. What makes what you have to offer um, different than your competition? Is there something within your own industry that you're particularly good at? And do you have a certain skill, experience, or talents that you have that make your services unique? So I guess the point I'm trying to make is that um, it doesn't have to be a lot of work to, to come up with a signature style. I didn't use some magical formula that all of a sudden made people like the work I was producing, but I did try to make our company as personal as possible and reflect the type of people that we are and what we can share with our clients. And so when your brand is so personal that it's actually um, – it's actually very easy to be passionate about your work and your business because the same qualities that you showcase in your work are, are a reflection of your own passions in your life uh, because your branding has been so effective to be a reflection of you and the things that make you unique. 
Um, and then likewise, the clients that are like that, that share your common interests, who are attracted to the type of branding that you have, they're going to share those types of personality traits and be attracted to your company and you as a person. So what aspects or areas of our business should we be branding ourselves in? Well, because our websites are often the first line of exposure for us in our business, we really need to get this part right. The design of your logo, your color schemes, even the copy or text on your website needs to be in line with attracting the right client. Good graphic design is so important because it says to your client, we are a professional established company who's been around for years. We have a lot of experience. We are the expert in this field. You could even have just launched your website yesterday, and if someone finds a well-designed website with great imagery, colors, interesting logo, and a name, they will perceive that your business has been around for a long time, and it really gives you, you know, the ultimate goal is you really want to make your client feel at ease, as if your business, like I said, even if it just launched overnight, when they land there and you have everything in a row, uh, you're even it already matches your online presence with social media and things like that, they're going to perceive that your business is a, is a company that they can really put their trust in. I'm personally not a fan of the check back soon or under construction type of websites. Um, I would definitely recommend that you get everything ready ahead of time and launch all on a specific date. Um, instead of, sometimes I'll notice that companies will put on their Instagram, oh, new website coming soon. Uh, we recently just launched a new website, but I didn't hint around to that at all online. All I did was get everything ready to go and then launched it overnight and then announced the new website the next day. Um, that way, you know, you do want to create a buzz, but you don't want people to feel like, if you can't hold on that promise, you say there's a new website coming, but then you don't get around to it for a couple months, that can be just as unprofessional and kind of misleading. So you really always want to maintain that professionalism with how you launch things and how you roll out those things. And then if you have a little bit of money to, in, to spend on a rebrand, I would definitely invest um, in a good graphic designer that can come up with a good logo for you and build a brand around that. Um, most of us are not qualified to do our own design work, nor do we probably have the time. Um, but the payoff is huge if we can really have that key area of our online presence being consistent. It's really going to pay off big. I would say the next um, key factor, number two in our ingredients of having a signature style, is how we interact with our customers and potential customers and past customers. And that includes from initial contact, if we have a way on our website that makes it easier, contact form or something like that, it makes it easy for people to get in touch with us, having our um, phone number clearly on there, and how we take those, that next step. So when we email people back, how is our personality? Are we happy? Are we putting across a really friendly customer service? How we answer the phone? All those um, personal interactions we have, tone of voice, things like that, go a long way into, again, making your company feel consistent and professional. And having a good customer service plan, how you deal with problems that may arise, these are all things that really um, can solidify a brand and make it feel really solid and professional to your potential customer. Another area of this that we're going to move into is the actual product and product delivery. For us personally, we're delivering films, um, and so it's a digital experience for most of our customers. 
but we may at the end have a product delivery. In our case, that might be sending out a package of DVDs and Blu-rays to our customers at the end. And when they receive that package, does it feel like the rest of our style? So that again comes into co to colors and logos, using packaging that reflects um, just the overall feeling. You've probably been to a store before and you might purchase something and the difference between someone just putting it in a plastic bag and handing it across the counter to you as opposed to um, if you're at a store where they take the time to put your new outfit in tissue and put it in a box and they tie a bow around it and they put it in a cute bag that matches the branding with their logo and they hand that to you, that's a much different experience from just handing a, a simple plastic bag across the counter. So you're really creating an experience for your customers if everything's super consistent. So just to reiterate, the first, you know, your first ingredient is going to be having that great online presence with the website. The next is going to be having great personal interactions with people and having good customer service. That third point we just talked about is having a great product delivery experience if you're delivering an actual product. And then we're moving into another key area I really feel like you can um, have a signature style is how you personally look and interact with people if you're face-to-face -face, and how your staff, if you have um, employees, do they reflect the same values that you're trying to perceive with your, um, with your company? So if you show up to a business meeting with a potential client, will they perceive that the way you're dressed is a reflection of your core values with your company? Uh, me personally, I don't always wear the colors of my company, but I do try to carry the same kind of style as far as um, being trendy but not too trendy, being professional, being something that my clients across the desk from me are going to be like, wow, she's, she really looks good. She, she looks the part. She matches what I would imagine someone running Love Stone Films to look like. Mm -hmm. And it goes the same way when I bring staff on jobs with me. I am very specific about making sure that they dress in a way that reflects my business and the way that I want it to be perceived and making sure that how they interact with my clients is also the same set of um, things that I feel are very important and that good customer service and being friendly and nice and things like that. So there's, a, there's definitely a whole set of things that you know you have to implement but it goes a long way in bringing basically a whole package around to your to your company and making sure that your clients are always feeling like, wow, they're hitting on all cylinders. Um, the other point, the final point that I'm going to close out with that I think is really key is, again, it's, it's back to a relationship standpoint, but how you build relationships within your own industry and how you make referrals and things like that. Again, if if you're a nice person to work with, you are putting out a quality product, you're delivering on the products that you promise, and you've got good feedback from your clients, you have the basis for really building a successful company. And people within your industry will see that. So if they can't take work on, they'll be able to refer you work. Um, in our case, we work with a lot of wedding planners and photographers and things like that that will refer us work 
based on the relationships that we have been able to build because when we show up to a job, we're friendly, we're reliable, we're early for jobs. These are all aspects of a business that are going to solidify to your referral sources that you are a professional company, that you can be counted on, and that you know you really have a consistent look and feel and professionalism to your business that maybe your competition doesn't have. And so these are all, you know, they, they all seem like maybe disjointed, but I really feel like these key areas of having your business are really going to bring it full circle, and you're really trying to create a feeling and a whole experience from every aspect of your business that's consistent from one level to the next. That's great. I really, I really like that point that you made about Um, Well, first about the website, you know, not having your whole brand, getting that strategy totally down before you launch your new website, or if you have it under construction, you know, don't promote it first, because I was also thinking that if you promote it and someone visits your website and they see that it's under construction, that's a potential lead or potential sale that's then lost because of that. And you could have, you know, just launched right when everything was perfect and ready and, you know, converted those into actual sales. Um, I also really like how, um, you talked about, you know, when you're consistent with your brand, it really opens up so many other avenues for leads. Like because you have that consistency, your client knows exactly who you are And so you make that initial sale, but you've also created an experience for them as well. So which then leads to them referring more clients to you. So it's just, you know, it's just a huge part of our, of our marketing strategy. Exactly. I think a a common mistake that people think with branding is that it's really just about your business card and about your website and about having a cool looking thing that grabs your client's attention initially. But my feeling is that that's only just that one ingredient. You really have to then create that experience that you mentioned and carry through all the way to the very end so that they, your, your customers actually start selling for you because in the end, they're going to be so happy with the whole experience. Um, not only did they fall in love with your website and your work initially, but then they fell in love with you as a business owner and your staff for being so friendly and having good customer service and things like that and receiving their product in a beautiful way that in the end, you know, you're creating perpetual business because success perpetuates success. And it really does come full circle when you've got all these different ingredients coming together to make it a successful brand. Well, Jessica, you've you've truly been amazing, and I think you've really given us a huge insight into creating a brand strategy and actually living that brand and that style. Um, listeners, if you want a really good example of someone who knows branding, you should uh, visit Jessica at, at her website, which is lovespunweddingfilms.com. Is, is that right, Jessica? That's correct. Yes, we have uh, two different URLs. They can find us at lovespunfilms.com or lovespunweddingfilms.com. Um, they can also, we can be followed at Twitter at lovespunfilms. And we're on Instagram at love underscore spun underscore films. And um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you and check us out online. And we have um, plenty of films to watch, but we also um, love to stay in touch with people. We can be found on Facebook as well under Love Spun films great is there one piece of advice or wisdom that you can leave with our listeners before we wrap up today 
I would say to not be afraid to move away from the pack and the competition. Uh, early on when I first started my business, I felt like I needed to replicate other successful businesses that were within my industry and sort of okay, well, they're being successful, so maybe if I have a similar look to them, a similar website to them, you know, kind of have that look, then that's going to be the key to success. But what I really found was once I got into it, that that wasn't the key to success for me at all because the customers didn't have a way to differentiate me from my competition. So it really was when I figured out, oh, hey, if I make this a personality-driven brand that I have that reflects my own taste and uh, even the colors that I like. I mean, the colors that I the colors that I decorate my website with are the same colors I decorate my house with. It's that part of my personality. Um, if you visit our website right now, we have these pictures of Paris from a shoot that we recently did there. But that's because I love Paris and I love going there and it was a dream of mine to work there. And so, again, these are personality-driven choices that I made. But what that does for my customers is really say, wow, she's different. She's you know, doing something completely different than her competition. She's she's filming destination weddings in France and England and things like that. And, oh, I want to get it married in a place like that. So I'm going to attract a client like that. So I would say the biggest piece of advice I could give for anybody starting out a new company, whether it's service-related or a tech industry or, you know, lots of different things, you can make personality-driven choices that make your company super unique, and you can attract those clients that are like you and really make it clear for them to be able to choose that they're the right company for you. Great. Well, thank you, Jessica, so much for being so generous with your advice. And if you want to hear more from Jessica, we're actually under this podcast, if you found us on our blog, um, underneath we'll, we'll highlight the five ingredients that Jessica gives for, you know, uh, developing a signature style. And then we'll also have links and, and a few of her videos, as we mentioned before. So thank you, Jessica, again, for being on our podcast. Um, it was really great having you. Thanks for having me. I, I enjoyed it. Now, Jessica and I would like to hear from you. What's the biggest insight you're taking away from today's podcast? Please leave a comment on our blog, which can be found at studio 41 creative forward slash blog. And you might also be interested to know that registration for my six-week marketing bootcamp is now live. In this course, you'll learn everything you need to know about starting your own business, how to work from anywhere in the world, and of course, live the life and make the salary you know you deserve, all by mastering online marketing and branding. This course is a multimedia course, which means that lessons will be given through live Google Hangouts, video courses, you'll get worksheets, and even up-to-the-minute Q&As in our Marketing Rockstars Facebook group. Okay, all the information you need, including how to register, can be found at yoursocialmediaacademy.com. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe to this podcast and, of course, share with all your friends. For more fresh ideas for creative marketing, visit studio41creative.com. Studio 40.